Welcome to CS Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 78 of CS Radio. I'm Jay Michael DeAngelis. And I'm Amy Len Kirshner. And it is our last episode of 2018 as the semester has come to a close. We made it through the fall, and it feels like part of winter, but I guess not quite officially yet. It feels like full on winter. Are you yep. kidding me? It really does. Um, but yes, it is the fall semester still. And it's a, a busy time for students. We know that for sure. We talked about last week some of the things that you could be doing during finals and reading days to try and de-stress and focus and get done what needs to get done. And a lot of the times that means putting aside career stuff and focusing on academics. But you get a nice break coming up. And while it is absolutely important to relax and be with your family and friends, it's not a bad time to get the ball rolling on some spring career stuff. Sure. Around the holiday tables, at those parties, you may be fielding questions from friends and family about what you'll be doing this summer, or what your plans are for after graduation, or what you're thinking about professionally. Are you considering graduate school? So we understand that although we first and foremost encourage you to take this time to relax and unwind and take care of yourselves, that it can kind of, like the pressure about the plans can kind of ratchet up when you're home with family. So we definitely have some action items for you to take. Um, first, just thinking about how you can leverage those family connections, thinking about what your friends and family do, asking them, those high school friends who you haven't seen in a little while, or aunts and uncles who you have a vague idea of what they do, but don't really know for sure. I think we've suggested this here in the past. Turn the question back around on them. What do you do? How did you find your way there? Do you have any advice for me as a job seeker, as an internship seeker? That'll at least buy you some time, I think. Yes, Aunt Martha, I'm still doing that acting thing. You're still doing that crocheting thing. <laughs> there's no animosity there at all, of course. But there's, of course, other things you can do as well. Maybe still in the networking vein, depending on where you are in the process, if you don't have a LinkedIn profile, this is a great time to create one. Yep. If you've gotten to campus and you've gotten involved in a few things as a first year student, plug some of those things into your uh, LinkedIn. As I mentioned before, there's no page limit on LinkedIn, so you can still keep all, all of those. those things that you want to showcase exactly. on your resume. And then you come see me, Lynn, and she's like, I gotta trim uh, this down. Gotta cut some things. They can all live on LinkedIn. Forever. And they can also all live on Portfolio. And they can live on Portfolio and on LinkedIn to some extent, depending on what it is. But if you've done a project or perhaps like Karen, you've spent the semester making videos for career services and you <laughs> want to showcase them, you can stick those onto your portfolio account and they embed right in and you can tag people that you've collaborated with. You can tag the skills that you used in making them. So that's a great tool and a great thing that you can do over break, sort of fun, real easy to do, and a great way to sort of log your semester. Oh, look at what I did. Totally. You can feel so productive. You know what else doesn't have a page limit? your handshake profile. Sure doesn't. I encourage students to make their profile public to other students. It's so beneficial to do. I've had so many first year students coming in and asking like, what can I do this summer? And the first thing I do is go to handshake and click on the students tab and say, you can narrow down by sophomores. And then you can scan all these students and see what their internship was that they said they had last summer. Uh, I will say that I know we are, compared to our peers, way ahead of the pack as far as getting people to share their profiles with each other. I think Penn students recognize the value of that. And uh, I think it's something we've always encouraged. So we have, I I believe at last count 51 percent 
of the handshake Ooh. users are visible to other users. I say I'd love to see that number keep climbing totally. because also as handshake adds uh, more features, uh, you're going to be able to ask each other questions directly. So if I see that, you know, Milin interned somewhere that I'm interested in, I could ask her a question through Handshake on that in a real formal process instead of having to send her an email or anything like that. And I think that that sort of thing is going to be extremely helpful. Yeah. And it will be replacing what we used to have on our uh, website, the Penn Internship Network, um, which was just a database of people telling us where they interned over the summer for exactly this reason. So yeah. other students could be like, oh, what was it like to internship what there? What do freshmen with the, I guess the freshmen wouldn't have necessarily declared right. a major yet, but you can narrow by major, you can narrow by industry. So Handshake is going to replace this. It's not quite there yet. You can only search on so many fields. Whether or not you've made your profile public, you can still see the shell of people's profiles, so you can see where they said that they worked. And I do also want to just say that you can't see others' GPAs. So your GPA, when you're sharing, your GPA will not be public, of course. So I know that that's... There's some reservation around that, understandably, but it's just your professional uh, experiences that will be highlighted to other students. So LinkedIn, Portfolio, Handshake, three things where you can really reflect on your semester and get your public profiles out there in, in tip-top shape for 2019. Totally. And with LinkedIn, I think make sure that you you know create your profile, get the shell of it there, just some basics, but then use the LinkedIn alumni search tool to identify some Penn alumni who are doing things that are interesting to you. Even if over break you don't take the next step to contact them, even if you can just find some people out there and click into their profiles to see what their paths have looked like, I think that can be obviously just useful, informative, and maybe a little bit inspiring too to kind of show you what the next steps could be. And we have a nice guide for that on the website. I just actually updated that page. So if you're on the Christopher's homepage and you click on our little LinkedIn icon, it actually takes you to a page on our website with LinkedIn tips and links to the Penn group within LinkedIn. But there is a great little handout from LinkedIn on uh, how to use that alumni tool. Which is the best. It's funny, I say this to students in meetings sometimes, and I fully expect them to be like, I usually say this is the thing that makes making a profile worthwhile, and I can like feel the resistance in the room, and then I show them the tool, and it immediately pops up with these filters, and I can see their faces light up, and they're like, oh, this actually is cool. I'm like, I know, I'm a career services nerd, but this is genuinely an exciting tool that helps you kind of navigate. The big, I mean, it's usually floating around 144, Right now, I think right in that mid 140, 100,000 alumni that you can filter. So it's, it's a pretty cool resource. But beyond that, we know you may have some downtime to tackle some of your application materials. When you look at our surveys, there's that the most of the industry reports for the uh, internship data is divided. You see the timelines. So you see some have a spike in the fall, and then there's usually a little lull over winter break, and then it picks up again. You know, people are accepting offers March, April, May, which means that they're applying January, February, March for some of those internships. So it makes sense to get your resumes, cover letters, statements of interest together. So we encourage you to do that. You can look at our online guides. We are only closed the week between Christmas and New Year's, which starts the 24th. We're not open that entire week, 24. And then we come back on January 2nd. But you can submit your resumes and cover letters for review electronically. So follow the online instructions on our website for how to submit those. Um, We'd be happy to provide feedback. Again, just another good time if you still have a high school resume that's multiple pages to kind of get it into a professional format just to make some strides feel accomplished. 
I didn't have enough things in high school to put to make it to It's incredible. You're all an impressive bunch out there, but really, one page. Yeah, they look very different. You're highlighting different things. Employers don't necessarily care how many hours you dedicated to it. I often see on high school resumes what your supervisor's name was, all of that not necessary. So look at some of our samples mm-hmm. for professional formatting and go from there. The other thing, while you're updating your resume, just give it a shot, Yes, I usually say. We have this tool called JobScan. Yes. We've talked about it here before. Yes. But I think that this, especially when you have downtime and you're, I mean, you may be doing treks or other professionally focused things and just visiting with family, but... You have the time, potentially, to find an opportunity and tailor your resume for it. Mm-hmm. And Job Scan allows you to copy and paste the wording of your resume, and it allows you to compare it with, with the, the job, description. job description. Take it away, Michael. Well, so that's exactly what Lynn said. You copy and paste the job description into Job Scan, and you upload your resume, and it tries to find the keyword matches, mm-hmm. right? So it's extremely helpful, and it will give you tips on how to strengthen your resume to the particular job description. It is a paid product. However, you get five free scans as a Penn student, and that's great. So you get five free scans. It's not five jobs. It's five scans. So if you put your resume through once for one job, take the suggestions, and run it again, that's, that's two scans. We also have an agreement with them, however, that Penn students can sign up for the paid product and get a 20% discount, and that is unlimited scans and a free scan of your LinkedIn profile. Which is huge. Yeah, so if you feel like you are going to be making some really specific resumes for a couple of different jobs and you want to have that LinkedIn profile looking 100%, then yeah, go for it. It's a great deal at 20% off. There are also other ways to extend those five. You can share with friends. So if you have friends who aren't at Penn or you just want to recommend that a Penn friend uh, use the platform, I think you get an extra scan or two if you, if That's, you recommend yeah. it, if you post it on social media, things like that. So it'll prompt you for those things as well. But it's really nice. It helps you navigate if employers are using applicant tracking systems. It'll even, if you include the name of the employer, JobScan will be able to check to see if that employer typically uses an applicant tracking system and even which one it uses and how that one works. And it will kind of imitate that to see how your resume is going to fare in the pile. So again, maybe not something that you tackle in the middle of finals, (laughs) but certainly something that could be worth exploring um, as you have a little bit of time. I am so ready for break. We don't want to overwhelm with this episode. We want to make sure that you relax, enjoy, and re- again, remember we are here. So if something is causing anxiety, That's feel free right. to reach out. We are open until 12 noon on the 21st of December. 21st. And we will reopen at 9 a.m. on January 2nd. So while you are still off throwing snowballs, having sleigh rides, and doing your resumes, we will be back in the office and you are free to give us a call. Or if you're in the area, come in. You can Skype. Yep, we can do any of that, and that's a great time before the the real rush of the semester starts. So I wish you a really uh, stress-free as possible final season. I wish you a very, very happy winter break and a very happy new year. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in 2019. Happy holidays, everyone. This podcast is produced by the University of Pennsylvania Career Services Office division of the Vice Provost for University Life. Your hosts are J. Michael DeAngelis and Amy Lynn Kirshner. It's produced, mixed, and edited by Karen Yang. We'll see you right here next year on CS Radio.